Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sir Misty Delaney, so what? Uh, it's the Sir Ralph Ramsey Odyssey, um, it continues on, maybe this will be the end of it, I don't know. Um, I like to think it will be, but we'll see. Uh, we'd, we'd reach the point, but just at the introduction of the, the, the biography of Sir Ralph, uh, we'd reach the point where uh, he would occasionally betray his origins by slipping into the vernacular of his childhood as on the embarrassing occasion in a restaurant car it says embarrassing occasion in the book I'm not sure how embarrassing it is in a restaurant car travelling to Ipswich when in the presence of the club's directors he told a waitress during dinner no thank you I don't want no peas (laughs) 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 he was as it says here the impoverished Dagenham it's a double negative which would yeah. have meant, you, meant you know, if I was the waitress, I'd have been like, so I take that to mean you you want a considerable number of peas. <laughs> All <then>. the peas. <laughs> Don't get clever with me, witch. <laughs> <laughs> Serving I mean, who, who doesn't want peas? Have you ever met someone who doesn't like peas? No. Well, have you ever met someone who fucking loves peas? Everyone. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think peas are like somewhere in between. I think the vegans are really into peas because they haven't got that many options and you can do lots uh, of things with peas. You can make um, it stuff out of peas, other yeah, things out of peas, Yeah, there's all sorts. I think, um, I think you can make like mock fish put out of peas uh, and uh, uh, you've just got to close your eyes and pretend that it's fucking fish. I don't pea know. Fish. A pea fritter's nice, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. My daughter's vegan, so um, I have to... Kind of take an interest in that, but deep down, I'm just thinking about meat all the time. Um, <laughs> she can see it in your eyes too. Yeah, everything I look at turns into a nice juicy steak, a lovely chop. Um, where are we? Yeah, I don't want no peas. Um, the Blackpool and England goalkeeper in the 1960s, Tony Waiters, who led Canada to the '86 World Cup finals and has a wide experience of working in America. That's building his part up quite a bit, isn't it? Tony yeah. Waiters. Um, he says, It was always worth listening to Alf, but occasionally he would fall down on his pronunciation or would drop an H every so often. As a coach myself, I am aware that if you say the wrong thing, it could come back to haunt you. Mm. Same with podcasting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Make a mistake and then be I, I tell you what, it's, it's really similar to going as a guest on This Morning. Yeah. You can just actually just drop a line. Or you could two. just say it just said in jest. Yeah, you just 
and next thing you know, bang, your life you're turned a pariah. upside down. Mm. Death threats flying in, yeah. like uh, like the the rhinestone cowboy, but in a bad way. Yeah. Cards and letters from people you don't even know, and death rhinestone threats coming shit, over the phone. R- shitstone cowboy or rhinestone <laughs> yeah. shit boy, whichever you prefer. That's what I was labelled by the by the pharmacist community. <laughs> shitstone shit boy. Shitstone shit boy, <laughs> Sam Delaney. TV shitstone shit boy. <laughs> I can't believe that's what the fucking Royal Society of Pharmacists have called me on their website, the Shitestone Shit Boy. <laughs> oh, Who's well. truly the bad guy here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose, you know, I've only got myself to blame. <laughs> so, uh, oh, where is it? Yeah. Um you can you can uh, say the wrong thing. You can come back to haunt you. Sometimes Alf would give an indication. This was not his natural way of speaking. He was very deliberate in what he said. Uh, Tony Waiter says, I work with a lot of people who are coaching in their second language. Generally speaking, they slow down because they are thinking ahead and almost rehearsing in their own mind what they are going to say. With mm. Alf, it was, maybe, it was always good stuff, but maybe he had to do a bit of mental gymnastics as he prepared to speak. So, posh was almost Alf's second language and he was translating yeah, kind of makes sense actually, yeah. as he went along um, yeah so he adopted this persona of being a kind of well-heeled gentleman but he mm. wasn't even very good at it because he had to take a lot of time oh. over trying to get it right I feel bad for him though because anyone who's like do you know what I mean like he's trying that hard to be mm. someone he isn't that's mm. exhausting and also it's not nice because it means that he's got some sort of problem with who he actually is mm. or he's living in a society that sort of forces him to be someone he isn't. Do you know what I mean? Well, that was that it. Says, was just... We're all chameleons to an extent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone chain, can change depending on the situation. Yeah. But if he was making it his full-time occupation, I sort of feel bad for him, like the insecurities he must have carried around with him in order <laughs> to do all this. I wonder if he took off that... that that suit of armour when he got home and he was behind closed doors. God, with, fuck with me. Vic. He like, loosens his tie as soon as he loses it. Yeah. And he like yeah. undoes his belt. Oh, yeah. What a fucking die I've had. Fuck me. Trying to keep this persona <laughs> up all day long. Drinking, drinking tea out of the finest china at the FA with my little finger all cooked. My fuck little cunting finger is fucking exhausted. <laughs> I've had it out that much. Fuck me. <laughs> Go Give it a rub. Go on, go on, go on, Lady Ramsey. Rub me old bunions for me, will ya? <laughs> They're fucking me, playing up something chronic. Get me in a washing bowl full of hot water so I can stick these fucking plates in it. Jesus oh, Christ. One. And I'll tell you what else. Get us one of them pudding bowls to wash me bollocks in. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I am fucking sweating cobs out of my ball bag here. Don't worry, I'll just wash it in the sink with the dishes. I'll tell you what, let's have some fish and chips and I'll get this false beard on and we'll go down to bingo. Lovely. (laughs) Where are my ferrets? How they doing? (laughs) You've been feeding them like I said. (laughs) We'll go watch some dog fighting around the back of the pub. Lovely. Um, Get yeah. that beer out of the sideboard, will ya? <laughs> uh, is it room temperature yet? 
<laughs> Room temperature beer. Mm. Um, it says, utterly lacking in personal vanity, Alf deliberately avoided the social whirl of London. Well, a bit like me. And uh, was unmoved <laughs> by fashionable restaurants and hotels. Fucking you, like you know where you can shove your social <laughs> well. <laughs> Whirling up your fucking arsehole, pal. <laughs> uh, Alf's knighthood did not change him in the slightest. While he always retained a fondness for the activities of his Dagenham youth, such as a visit to the Greyhound track, accompanied by a pint of bitter and some jelly deals. Oh, yes! <laughs> go on, Alf! Yeah, fucking you're right. Go on. He did do that. Fuck it. Oh, I can murder some fucking eels. <laughs> um, did you see someone tweeted us last week that Sir Alf's house was up for sale in Ipswich? Really? Wow. Yeah. I'd like I'm to live gonna... in Suffolk. It's really nice there. 425 but grand. So nice. How much? I'm 425 grand. Fucking hell. Could we manage that between us as our new HQ? Oh, it'd be amazing, it's wouldn't it, if we bought a top flight time machine rig that was like yeah, our Sir headquarters Al- and it Ramsey's used to be Sir Alf Ramsey's house. That would be superb. It looks lovely. Three bedrooms, I'm sure we three reception rooms. Overall plot approaching a quarter of an acre. No onward chain. We could be in there in six weeks. It Whoa. looks... I'm looking at it now. I can't decide if this kitchen is modern, old-fashioned, or is actually old-fashioned from... Um, is it on right move? Uh, you'd have to see the tweet, because someone's just sent us the link, and it's a PDF of all the pictures. Yeah. Um, I can send you it now while we're talking, yeah. if you want. I'll get on the old WhatsApp. No, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Situated within a sought-after residential location to the northwest of which the former residence of World Cup-winning England manager Sir Alf Ramsey was built in the 1930s. I have no airs and graces. Yes, I have been knighted by the Queen, but that means nothing to me. However, take your fucking <laughs> shoes off when you come into my house. <laughs> set back from the road, it offers excellent parking. As I want to set back from the fucking road, of course I do. I require I excellent parking. I don't want people staring in my fucking window while I'm trying to do a crossword. I'm a knight of the fucking realm. What part of this don't you understand? Oh, it's exactly, exactly how I would imagine Alf Ramsey's former home to look. Yes, isn't it just... It is neat, it is tidy, it is... The the interior design is conservative, I would say. Um, But... It's nice. It's comfortable. You could definitely do something with a rig like that. Right down near the bottom, it shows you one of that might be the the landing or something like that. And there's a framed picture of Sir Alf on the wall. So I don't know whether that's fucking staying when we buy it. I don't know whether this. I mean, when did Sir Alf Ramsey's wife die? Is this going to be? Has she just passed away recently? And this is, you know, no one else's. Oh no, she died in 1999. So, what about the Ramsey children? We haven't got onto any mention of them yet, have we? I don't know. Word I'll tell you what. Let's see. I've got to be honest with you, Andy. This house, no mm. word of a lie, from the outside, inside, I'd, it, you know, I'd, I might, you know, I'd probably jazz it up a bit to reflect my living out loud mm. sort of um, approach to life. But from the outside, that is a, the sort of house that I really dream of it's lovely isn't it That's, suburban uh, sanctuary yeah it just look 
it's it's big, it's detached. It's not mm-hmm. it's not too fancy though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it's Understood. got that nineteen thirties yeah, look. It's got a big garden. garden it's been fucking, beautifully kept. And and it's got a lovely little garage. It's yeah. that is I would love to live in that house. And you know, Suffolk's a really nice place. Like I say, Ipswich isn't I don't love Ipswich, but you're sort of like near all the like the Suffolk coast, all that lovely countryside. Yeah. The pig farms, the lot, mate. Yeah. I think I imagine quite a few of the people there are quite weird, which would be good, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's look, odd balls stuff up. Yeah. Looking at the, the map, it's got a sitting room, it's got a dining room, it's got a kitchen breakfast room, and it's got a family room. Ah! Oh, and a utility room, life, and a sunroom. Fucking hell. Fu- mate, it's fucking cheap. Do you know what I mean? For all those rooms, £425,000. I tell you what, in London, that's a fucking two million pound house. Yeah, I think I'm like sown a seed here with you. Could you see yourself living there? Yeah, I just can't. You know, I could definitely see myself living there. Absolutely, but I can't see the kids or even my wife agreeing to that anytime soon. It I might, can't wait for it, the kids. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but it might be time to jettison the wife and kids and start thinking about Sam I know what you mean. a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I never... You're right, Andy. Do you know what? You're right. I, what I'm hearing, what you're telling me is, I never put myself first, and it's time yeah, I did don't. that. You don't. And Usually it's to your house. credit, but, but now yeah. is the time, I think, to All right, um, listen, I'll just spread tell your wings. Tonight, listen, lads, that's how I refer to my family collectively. I'll mm-hmm. go, lads, dad's moving to Ipswich. You're welcome to visit whenever you want. There's plenty of room. Get it straight this, in your head. I'm going to go there and do all my podcasting from there from now this, on. This might sound like um, a shocking development to you, lads, but the twist is it's Sir Ralph Ramsey's old house. I think you'll agree. <laughs> now, perhaps you will understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. That a lovely house. I've been talking to Andy, and he's told me that I need to start putting myself first. <laughs> Andy's usually right about stuff. He's got good logistics and all that kind of thing. Let me like, oh, uh, fucking hell. What's he done now? Oh, he's bought Sir Ralph Ramsey's home in Ipswich. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Look at the bedroom. The bedroom's got a sink in it. Fucking hell. Yeah, this this reminds me of, like, it's a big version of, like, yeah. I've been in houses like this. I don't Mm. want to brag. (laughs) I've been been in houses of of this nature. Um, I don't know if the sink's there for medical reasons or not. Well, you could turn it into a and b mate, or you could rent that yeah. room out because you could say, look, you can have that room. It's got its own sink. So yeah. you could sort of categorise it almost as an apartment. A, it's got its own sink. B, Sir Ralph Ramsey had it off in this room. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> he, dog- he doggied Mrs. Ramsey. Doggy Miss Vic, Mrs. Vic Ramsey. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll 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 try and buy it between us. I think, but if not, one of the listeners might want to want to buy it. If you do, get in I know. Touch. We'll I know. Like visit. you know, obviously, you've looked at the um, regional demographics of our listenership whilst we're mm. you know planning the live show, and we've yeah. never headed out to the east of England really, no. other than the northeast, no. obviously. Um. I've never heard from anyone in Suffolk or Norfolk who listens to this. Yeah, but then again, 
if you do get in touch and you are from there, don't expect us to come and do a live show because like three people saying, please come to our town does not no, constitute it, a live no, show. It's clear you need to put the show on. You need to yeah. pay us in advance. And we'll then write it. you are free. If you pay us in advance, you are free to promote and sell mm. tickets to that show in Ipswich, mm. potentially at Sir Alf Ramsey's former home. Yeah, if you can swing that. Or outside in the street yeah. but we will need our feet up front in full we just need an up front free and then you might be able to make a profit on it if you sell enough tickets think of it that way we're available for that sort of work yeah jalapeno if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Jalapeño. Um, let's get back to Sir Alf Ramsey's uh, autobiography, shall we? Uh, what does it say? Yeah, he avoided the social world of London and was unmoved by fashionable restaurants and hotels. Jelly Dales at Dagenham uh, ground track. As reflected by his penurious retirement, he refused to exploit his position for personal gain. Unlike most of his successes, in fact, it was partly his repugnance at commercialism that led to his. It does remind me a bit of you, mate, because, like you know, like like him, you've got a certain status. You're a podcast elder. You've got a lot of success Uh, with a number of podcasts. Yes, and yet you you're not interested in the social world. Mm. You like to remain. You you know you basically still enjoy. The trappings of of your life in the northeast, a humble life, yeah, yeah. You find commercial things quite repugnant, right? Yeah, um, yeah in a way, you're there's a lot I'm of the similarities. Of podcasting, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you are, yeah. I mean, effectively, you've won the the podcast World Cup oh, by I having two of only the. There's only six podcasts in the UK that actually make any money, and you you're in charge of two of them. I am. I am the I am the king of UK podcasts. It has to be said. Yeah, uh, and I'm spending that money in B and M on cheese savouries. Uh, exactly. Uh, pigs and black That's and what I'll write when I write your biography, which I might do if you die before me. Uh, he led yeah, he led a parsimonious life, spending most of his money on his only indulgence was snacks. <laughs> B&M. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Yeah. Uh, repugnance of commercialism. Uh, Hugh McIlvanny, legendary football writer, 
Uh, the author says, Hugh McIlvany told me that he could see the change in Alf's personality as soon as he shifted the ground onto football. <laughs> he says, Alf liked a drink and he could get quite bitter when he was arguing about football. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken Alf arguing mm. about football. That front of restraint, which was his normal face for the public, was pretty superficial. He quite liked to go to war. <laughs> wow. Uh, I tell you what I fucking I tell you what I fucking hate about fucking football. These fucking cunts who insist on wingers. Fucking wingers. <laughs> fucking indulgence. Fuck Let me tell you something about these so called football fucking experts. You see fucking Jimmy Hill. Come what the fuck has Jimmy Hill ever actually fucking done? Has he won the World Cup, for example? No. no. Have I? Yes. And then um, I'm not on fucking television talking about fucking wingers, am I? Fucking Jimmy Hill, fucking rancid self-publicist. <laughs> fucking. Well, Let me tell you all... something about Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill cares about one thing, and that's Jimmy Hill. Jimmy fucking Hill. And the other Hill. thing he cares about is very simple, funny. That's what he's after. That's what he's always been after. <laughs> His whole agenda is built around the pursuit of funny. I know it, and he knows it, and he knows I know it, and that's why he's uncomfortable around me. And fuck, the Jimmy fucking hell, this is my one thing, is is the social world of London and fashionable restaurants and hotels. That's all he cares that's about. That's where that's he thinks funny. all the funny is. That's where the funny is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It could be a widow or it could just be the fucking waitress. He doesn't fucking care. <laughs> he just thinks if he gets right into the centre of the world... Then eventually the fanny will whirl up on his fucking plate and he'll devour it. The man is a fucking plug hole. That's what he is. <laughs> That's the kind of whirl he is. <laughs> He's a fucking yeah, sewer of a man. So don't talk to me, McElvenny, about <laughs> the Jimmy Hills of this world, because I've got their fucking number. Well, to be fair, Sir Alfie, it was you who brought up Jimmy Hill. Don't tell me what I brought up and didn't bring up. I won the World Cup, cunt, Scotsman. <laughs> I won the World Cup. You cunts never got anywhere fucking near it. And I've got a fucking knife on as well. <laughs> I've had the Queen's sword on my fucking shoulder. What have you had on your fucking shoulder? A parrot? <laughs> what? <laughs> the vo- all of you had on your shoulder, apart from the vomit of the man standing next to you in the bar room. In Glasgow, <laughs> wherever it is you fucking hang uh, around. Now, anyway, enough of that. Ask me another question. <laughs> I'll say this to the fucking Queen. The fucking Queen says I can use her castle in, in Balmoral any time I want. You know what I said? I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. Scotland? I don't I, think so. I, I'm quite happy with the fucking place I've got in Ipswich. There's a sink in one of the rooms. Yeah, can you imagine that? But fucking even the Queen seemed impressed when I told I'd, her that. I'd get up in the middle of the night, I need a piss, I'll just piss in the sink in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, turn the taps on, washes it all the way, there's no fucking germs left in the sink. It's all pipes, isn't it? All goes down the same fucking way. End <laughs> <laughs> the day, the piss is going down there, everything else going down there, doesn't matter. Comes out in the wash. Next question. <laughs> I just fucking swill some Listerine around it the next morning. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Listen there. Listen up. I've got a fucking dining room. 
I've got a living room. Yeah, that's something called a fucking family room. That's neither a dining room nor a living room. It's something else. So, with all due respect, the Queen, you can shove your fucking Balmoral and the social world that's inside of it up your fanny. Your book. As I said, I haven't even got a family. Do you know what's in the family room, Liz? I've got a fucking pool table and a jukebox in there. It's fucking brilliant. How many jukeboxes have you got, Balmoral? <laughs> None, I've Ranger. Fucking miserable place. I've got a jukebox that's full of fucking swing 78s from the 1930s. It's fucking wonderful. I stick that on. I have a light ale. I play pool against myself. <laughs> I've worked out a way of doing it. <laughs> and I'm as happy as a fucking sad man, believe me. Happy as a pig in shit. I really am. <laughs> Happier than fucking that cunt Jimmy Hill will ever be, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Has Jimmy Hill got a fucking family room, though? No, he can't afford one because he pisses all his money away in the social world of London. Chasing fanny. <laughs> Groping waitresses in fucking claridges. Cunt. Circulating with the fucking theatrical community. <laughs> He's welcome to them, those cunts. Uh, he's worse than fucking Savile. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a man called Jimmy. They're trying to hide something. <laughs> Greaves, Savile, Hill. Hell, all, all the all same. Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cunt as well. Do you want to hear about my story about Jimmy Stewart, Scotsman? No, not really, Sir Alf. I was hoping more to... Well, I'll tell you, it's... <laughs> Another one. Fucking cranky. It's not a fucking... It's not even a little boy. It's a fucking woman. This is what I'm saying. They're untrustworthy people, the Jimmies of this world. It's fuck. First of all, first of all, it's not even a fucking little boy. It's a woman. Secondly, Scottish, obviously. Deviants. <laughs> nah. Those two people fornicate with one another. Can you Those begin to even conceive of something more grotesque than that? Sordid. It's disgusting. Uh, believe <sighs> me, I'm very happy in my Ipswich abode, away from this sort of disgusting activity. <laughs> <laughs> that takes us on to the next the paragraph, which is the last paragraph we've got in this document, so this might be the approaching the end of this odyssey I don't know we'll see what else we can find in it for next week it says it's impossible to deny that in his uh, obsession with football Sir Alf was a one dimensional figure uh, he had a childlike affection for movies especially westerns and thrillers <laughs> I have a childlike affection for movies <laughs> I'll be honest with you the best my movie. affection for movies could be described as childlike, and I have no qualms about saying such much. <laughs> I got a big fucking projector in my family room, and I beam the fucking films onto the fucking wall. And I switch off all the lights, and, it li and I pull the curtains, and it lights up, and I sit on something called a bean bag. <laughs> Which I, got. I, put, I have a bath first, then I put my clean pyjamas on, and I have a bowl of popcorn. And I, I, have Western. A, I have a fizzy pop, and it's a panda cola with a straw in the bottle, 
uh, in the darkness, I sit on my bean bag, a bag full of beans. I slouch on it, and I sometimes watch up to three movies consecutively. I, I, I watch a cowboy film. They are the best ones. I watch two cowboy films, and then uh, to lighten the mood after all the cowboy, I watch Herbie Goes Bananas, a film about a car that is sentient. <laughs> <laughs> what will they think uh, of next? Uh, uh, he enjoyed pottering around his Ipswich garden and was genuinely devoted to his wife, Vicky. But he was uneasy with discussions about politics, current affairs or art <laughs> beyond privately mouthing the conventional platitudes of suburban conf- conservatism. Oh. <laughs> He's got no time for any of that stuff. I've got and no time for that. I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. Change the subject. <laughs> Back to football. It says he was an unabashed Philistine and he turned down an offer to take the England team to a gala evening with the Bolshoi Ballet during a trip to Moscow in 1973. Instead, ballet? Ballet? Ballet bullshit, like. <laughs> Instead, he arranged a showing of an Alf Garnet film at the British Embassy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, we have we have a special invite. The world's most famous ballet, the Bolshoi, tonight for you and your players. Fuck that. Get me, get me a fucking Alf Garnet film, and we'll watch it in the fucking embassy and lay on some peas while we're there. I've brought my projector with me from home, <laughs> and lots of bean bags for the boys. Till death has do part, the feature length one. Put that on. That's all that my lads want to see. They want to see a bunch of fucking communists prancing about in tights. <laughs> he had an ingrained, ingrained xenophobic streak and had little time for any foreigners, in whose number he included the Scots. <laughs> there it is again. In fact, his dislike of the, in inverted commas, strange little men. <laughs> <laughs> strange little men north of the border was so fucking ingrained. Man that one Christmas, when he was given a pair of Paisley pyjamas as a present, he soon changed them at the shop for a pair of blue and white striped ones. What the fuck is this? Paisley? <laughs> right. As soon as... Is that, where did you get this from? The department store? Is it open on Boxing Day? Good. Well, first thing in the morning, I'll be there, I'll be there before they even open the doors. Get a Can't proper pair a of seat. fucking stripy pyjamas, like the ones that they wear in that fucking Aquafresh advert. Not that I'd ever use fucking Aquafresh. A toothpaste should come in one colour, not three at once. Imagine if I get rushed to hospital and I've got to put these fucking paisley pyjamas on. They'll think I'm, they'll think I'm some kind of beatnik. Get them changed at once. Blue <laughs> and white striped hospital pyjamas. on the operation table. <coughs> <coughs> the do- any doctor with any sense will think, oh, this is one last hippie to be a drain on the state's resources. Let him die. <sighs> and I wouldn't blame him. So that's the end of the introduction. It took us about 11 weeks, I think, to get to this bit. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have maybe do a Twitter vote and see if people we'll want reflect. to hear more from it or not. I do like Sir Alf. I do, yeah. I think there's more to, to do with him. We'll find some like, selected chapters. I think chapters Sir Alf is making an appearance at our forthcoming live shows as well. I think he might well be. Yeah, tickets still available. Uh, 1st of November till the 10th of November. Um I mean, the final show's London, isn't it? Leicester Square. I think there might be red carpets down for that. That's uh, a big gala, one. And I think that's almost evening. sold out, that one. That's a, that's a big yeah. show. Yeah. So uh, there we are. That's it from uh, Sir Alf for now. 
I'm sure we can uh, do a bit more next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. All the best. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.